Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. December 11th, Ulrich Zwingli. Zwingli was born a few months after Martin Luther, and they both served in Zurich. They both were Catholic priests, and they both wrote lengthy theses detailing the errors they saw in the Roman Catholic Church. But they were acting independently. Zwingli said, Before anyone in the area had ever heard of Luther, I began to preach the gospel of Christ in 1516. I followed Holy Scripture alone. On this date, in 1518, Zwingli was elected stipendiary priest, and after he was already priest, he taught himself to read Greek so he could read the New Testament. Next, he bought a copy of the Latin translation by Erasmus, and he fell in love with the Scriptures. One of Zwingli's biggest contributions to the Reformation was that he began a practice of preaching systematically through the Scriptures. The people were at last hearing the Word of God. Doing what is right is not always safe, but it can be a way to demonstrate God's kindness. When Ulrich Zwingli arrived at the healing hot springs of Pfeffers, he was hoping for a much-needed rest. He'd worked long and hard in his first year of pastoring at Zurich, and that led to exhaustion and weakened health. His co-workers had told him before he could help anyone else, he needed to recuperate. But only a few days had passed when a messenger showed up. Zwingli took the letter and tore open the seal. It was probably just a simple update. But no, the plague had come to Zurich. He suddenly found it hard to breathe. With shaking hands, he lowered the letter, and his body felt like he was made of lead. His friends, even some of his family, were still in Zurich, not to mention the thousands of innocent souls who he ministered to. They would need him. He had to get home to Zurich. He had to care for the people who were about to die. No one survived the plague. He hurried back to Zurich, but his home was deserted. The students who had been studying there were gone. The only person left was Ulrich's younger brother, Andrew, and Ulrich ordered him to get back to where their family was at Viltus, away from Zurich, so he wouldn't get the plague. It was terrifyingly contagious. Immediately, Ulrich went to work. With all the strength and compassion he could muster, he visited the homes of the dead and dying to minister to them any way he could. When the ill and dying saw him, they were moved by his kind demeanor and uplifting spirit. He reminded them that God was still there with them despite their suffering, and he comforted them. But Ulrich's friends were worried he would catch the plague too. Perform your duty, one of the friends said, but at the same time, be careful to guard your own life. But Ulrich did not listen. He had his duty. The people needed him, and he continued to work long hours. Soon, the plague claimed him too. The disease hit him furiously, taking advantage of his already weakened immune system, racking his body with chills and pain. He was bound to bed, and the plague ravaged his entire body. He knew he was going to die. 
Help, Lord God, help in this trouble. I think death is at the door, he wrote. The illness increases. Pain and fear seize my soul and body. Come to me then with thy grace, O oh, my only consolation. Word spread quickly of the minister's demise, and an already suffering population felt despair that such a kind-hearted man was dying. Word spread to his family in Wildhus, where totally distraught, Andrew sent a letter to Zurich begging for news. Tell me in what state you are, my dear brother. Andrew pleaded, but he got no reply. Rumors swirled about that Ulrich was dying. Overwhelmed with grief, his family and his friends and the people he ministered to came together day and night to pray that Ulrich might be healed, despite the fact that surviving the plague was almost impossible. But they would not give up. Ulrich Zwingli had supported them in their time of need. Now they would support him. They prayed when they heard no news. They prayed when rumors swirled that Ulrich had already died. They prayed when they didn't know what else to do and all hope seemed to be lost. And suddenly, word came. The disease had been defeated. Their pastor was recovering and would survive. Almost half the population of Zurich had perished, but Ulrich Zwingli was spared. I think I am already coming back, Ulrich wrote in gratitude. The people rejoiced and praised God at their answered prayer, and word went to his family in Wildhus to spread the good news. Ulrich recovered, gradually gained back his strength and stamina, and he returned to minister to the people who had prayed for him. Zwingli exemplified the word of God found in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 2. Care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Care for others is often costly. What is it costing you today? Doing what is right is not always safe, but it can be a way to demonstrate God's kindness. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. For today's story, we have a free one-page group discussion sheet available on our website. Please join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.